0: The one and only Darren Green Show. Girl, what a time to be a celebrity gossiper right now. Girl, what is going on? What's going on? The girlies are fighting, the girlies are fighting. We got a lot to get into. You already know what it is. It's your boy Darren Green. This is the Darren Green Show. Shout out to my audio podcast listeners. Shout out to my YouTube listener. Shout out to the listeners over there at We Are You Radio. Okay, I had a little technical difficulties earlier. I had to restart this dang podcast because I'm like, hold on, why my sound effects not working? Okay, we need to fix that. Okay. um, But yeah, yeah, it's a lot to get into. I'm very excited. This is, you know, I, we don't normally get these. Okay. You know, it, it's usually very much I have to pick and choose what I want to talk about. Topics just get really like mm, to the wayside. No one's really dissing each other like they used to but now we got like a good a good little intro to something that could come right now before we get into anything you already know i gotta talk about my life for a little bit (laughs) to give y'all a rain check of what's been going on i have definitely been active this week and i'm i'm proud to be you know you know with these topics that are coming in i've been on tiktok a lot been posting them on youtube and all my other social media platforms Guys, so if you are on social media, I guess like on YouTube or any of the, you know, audio podcast listeners from wherever you're listening, I did make a new landing page, which looks so amazing. I just wanted to talk about it because it's just like, mm, because I used to use Linktree and it's like, girl, it's a Linktree, girl. Everybody got that. But um, with this new site, it looks a lot better and a lot, you know, I have a newsletter now. So I just want y'all to go on that link, you know, sign up to the newsletter. Um, to get updates of, you know, things that are coming out and all that stuff. Okay, I have been inquiring for a specific position. Okay, now I told y'all last week, I had an interview, I had a couple interviews, um, which I'm excited for, and, you know, I'm down for whatever. But this one job and this one position in particular that just came across my, you know, emails is something that has to do with what I'm trying to get into with my career. Um, So, and I don't want to talk too much on it or name drop this specific specific organization, but I will say that I am hoping that this would be, this will come to fruition. This would work well with my schedule. I could be, I can 100% be 100% when it comes to social media posting and, and, you know, talking about, you know, keeping up with the news. So I really hope this works. I'm manifesting it. You know, I'm doing everything I can. I just hope I get that job because um, that would just work perfect to what, you know, what I'm doing right now. i um, not going to talk too much on it. not going to name drop this organization because I don't want to jinx anything. And I'm not sure if they want, you know, their names rung up or anything like that. But it's a... This brand, okay, I was just give y'all a little hint. This brand is real. It's a real brand, okay? Um and I'm just so happy that they, you know, consider me for the for the position. So, yeah. So that's that's what's been going on this week. I've been, you know, waiting. It's the waiting game, you know, and that's just, you know, what it is. Uh when it comes to, you know, this job hunting situation. I find it so crazy. Every time it's the beginning of the year, I start applying in places and people want to start hitting me up and then you got to start choosing what you want to do. You want to go this route, you want to go that route. It's just so much. And then like, girl, at the end of the day, it only be one job that really be, you know, that that you'll get in the end. But I don't know. I just, I just you know, it's just a lot going on. So, yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a lot happening, a lot moving and shaking. My current job, girl. I mean, they they it's 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 at bay. Okay, I'm the reason why I was able to post so much is because they didn't really put me in a lot this week. Like I had two days off this week, <laughs> which I'm like, that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Look, at the end of the day, I don't care. Okay, I'm working on my content. I got another. I got other jobs. Okay, and. You know, that's just, you know, I I have the luxury of, you know, having that multiple streams of income because I am making, you know, the funds on YouTube and TikTok. But that is enough about me. Okay. We got a lot to get into today. Okay. So let me give y'all a rundown of what I'm going to be talking about. Okay. So you as you know, as y'all already should know, we got to talk about Meg Thee Stallion's new song, Hiss. It definitely started some conversations. It awoken a lot of people, okay. And it could start a rap beef between Megan and Nicki Minaj. And we're going to get into it. Now, also speaking of Nicki Minaj, we also got to get into how, girl, she over here calling out TikTok. Because they uh gave her an account warning, girl. We'll get into that. We got to talk about the Oscars. The Oscars, the nominations list came out. There was a lot of snubs. And there was a lot of, you know, people that, that got recognized. So we're going to talk about that. We got to talk about Married the Medicine Child. They reunion finally taped. I'm like, I'm very surprised because we're like, I thought we were like mid-season and they're already taping for the reunion. Yeah, it must be because it was a dry season. But anyway, <laughs> all that and more coming up right now on the Darren Green Show. Okay, so our first topic is none other than Meg Thee Stallion. Okay, okay. I heard the song. I had to listen to it twice. Actually, three times. I'm not going to, because let's be very clear. And I know y'all know that I'm a barb and I'm, you know, I'm team Nikki all the way. Right. But I got to give props when it's due. Okay. She said a lot. She said a lot. And this is, I, I, I was kind of worried that we wasn't going to get into anything, this song. But when I listened to it, oh, she got into it. She got active. She got active, and that's what—that's the Megan that I was waiting for. I felt like she wasn't giving it with the last couple songs and releases. Her being on that uh, that song with Cardi, I done forgot the song already, No Shade. Um, and then to the Cobra, which Cobra was a good statement, but I'm like, mm, it's nothing that's sticky, nothing that's memorable. This right here, this song might actually do well. Okay, this song might actually impact the charts. We'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, I'm not a... Um, a Skilled when it comes to predictions and stuff like that, but I do know a good song when I hear one. <laughs> okay, and this was a good song. And she got into a lot of things. She talked about a lot of these dudes. She talked about a lot of these girls. One girl in particular, she was definitely talking about Nicki Minaj. Let's let's keep let keep that a hundred right now. Let's keep it a buck fifty. Okay, she definitely dissed Nicki on the record. Let's be very clear. Maybe with a couple lines, but you know that was definitely a thing and rightfully so. I mean, I think that these girls have been going back and forth for a long time. You know, it was a matter of time before we got a song that actually connected, okay? And I'm here for it because this is part this is a part of hip hop because a lot of people say, "Oh my god, why they dissing? Why they always beefing?" This is hip hop, okay? That's a part of hip hop. That's the sport in it. Okay, you got to you got to say you the baddest. You got to say you better than this girl, this girl, that girl. and You got to diss these people because that is what that's that's what makes hip hop. And I know y'all want to sit there and say, oh, no, it's just drama, drama, drama. They've been doing this for years. If you want to go back to the whole Tupac and Biggie situation, I mean, at least these people not shooting each other. You get what I'm saying? At least it's like nobody losing their lives, you know, over this like it was back in the day. But, you know, at the end of the day, you come for me, I got to come for you. And a lot of people were talking about, oh, people went below the belt, people went below the belt. We'll get into that. But I will say this, you know, when we playing the dozens, you know, there ain't no no limit, ain't no limits. Okay, there's no rules. Okay, I can say whatever I want. You say you said this, I'ma say that. But let's talk about some of them lyrics on there, child. Okay, so the line in question, these hoes don't be mad at Megan, these hoes mad at Megan's law. Girl, I had to do a quick little Googler schmoogler search. Okay. Now Megan's law is the name for a federal law in the United States requiring a law enforcement authorities to make information available to public regarding registered offenders. okay? so it is the law that you have to put your name in the system because you are an offender and that that translates to Nikki because her husband, okay. Girl, when she said that, now see, I already heard the lyrics. I mean, I didn't hear the lyrics, but I read it on somebody like leaked some of the uh, songs on Twitter, and that 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 line was definitely thrown around, and it was like, ooh, I was like, ooh, Megan, Megan gonna put that in there? I was not sure Megan was gonna put that in there, but she, it, it, case in point, it was in there. Like I said, with the whole dozens. You come for me, I come for you. There's no limits. There's no rules when it comes to that so that it, it, it is what it is. Yeah, she, she she ate with that one. I'm not going to lie. I got to give props when it's due, you know, and I and I, I don't know how y'all going to react to it, but I got to give props when it's due, okay? Megan did her thing with that, okay? I gagged. I'm not going to lie. Another line in there, she said, I can never be judged by a bitch that was dancing, making R. Kelly go viral. I need to know what she was talking about here. Like, I'm like, was she talking about you Nicki know? Joe? Like, who who was over there dancing, making R. Kelly go viral? Or is she talking about, or she calling R. Kelly her hubby? Her, 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 her girl, chow, chow, chow. I don't even know. But there was another line in there where she said, girl, um, um, talk about these, these Negroids hate on BBLs, but be walking around with the same scars, Drake. No, and I wanted her to come for Drake too because Drake really tried it with that with that little sneak line that she made. I don't know why you came out of nowhere talking about her. I guess making fun of her with her situation with Tory Lanez like you is you is whack for that. And girl, goodbye. That was some yeah, I I definitely was here for that. Also, like I said, it was a lot going on. There's a lot of lyrics that I still want to decipher. I don't have everything up because I'm still kind of listening to the song. And she, like, I'm used to, like, listening to a song and having the lyrics on the side. So it hasn't uploaded on Apple Music yet. So I'm, I'm going to look at the entire lyrics again. But, like, it's just a lot going on, right? So Nikki responds, okay? And she, get, she basically gets on live. This all happens last night, okay? Like, 1 a.m. I was asleep, okay? She gets on live and she shares this snippet, okay? And basically it reads as follow: Bad bitch, she like six foot. I call her big foot. Get up on your good foot. I'm like, oh, now we getting into we getting into the whole situation where she was hopping on one foot with the whole situation with the tour lanes thing. I'm like, like I said, like I said, we cannot get in there and be like, oh, below the bell, below the bell, because I'm already seeing the comments. She came for her husband. She gonna come for your situation. It, 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 all bets are off. Okay, I think that a lot of people we are in this PC culture now, where it's like, oh, you can't say certain things, but like if you if you coming for me, I I feel like I should be able to say whatever. And Nikki is known to say some lines that you know I'm. You said this. I'm, I'm gonna go for the juggler. You know that's just who she is. I'm pretty sure Meg is probably the same way. And a lot of these girls are the same way, but they feel like they can't really speak on it too much because it is, we're all in this PC culture. I'm here for also in the live. She was like kind of making fun of, um, Megan's like the way she raps, like, like her, I guess her cadence, like saying, Oh, like, you know, just trying to like basically come for her. The way that she raps, and like how you know, because you know, the girl raps a little country. Like, I think I got like a little audio of this one. Let me show y'all. <laughs> I saw the boom the boom girl like oh my goodness so that happened and ever since then nikki has been liking negative tweets about meg the stallion we are going to get into some of them right now okay so this one person right here said they said the gag is she thought she got her lick in only for nikki to hit with the fatal in the first four bars, less than an hour later, girl. <laughs> okay, like when I tell you she dropped the song and then Nikki came out with that snippet. So I'm guessing she's in the studio cooking up something now. Sorry for the audio listeners, but there is gonna be some pictures I'm showing, but like they got like, now get up on your good foot and skip ho like, and then they got this picture of a pink horse Trampler over a, a, another stallion girl, I guess signifying Meg the stallion girl. I, I don't know. And then this one person said, imagine dropping a song and getting ate up on IG live by a snippet. Girl could have kept that crap. Okay. People are coming after Megan and Nikki is liking it. Okay. She likes, oh girl, when you see some of these, <laughs> that's why I said, I implore y'all to come and watch it on YouTube because like it's a lot of optics right now. It's a lot of video visuals. Okay, people are not having it. I got a lot of Nikki fans. Um, and these two are have been going back and forth. I think that Megan's recent, like she she posted this picture of her laughing um in response. Let me tell you something. And then Nikki girl, somebody asked Nikki, somebody asked Nikki to post her feet, child. Girl, I need y'all to stop. I need y'all to stop. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay, how I feel about this whole situation, I need a good, clean rat beef. I'm not going to hold you. I need a good, clean rat beef. Okay, we haven't had, like I said on my TikTok, we have not had a good rat beef since Drake and Meek. Okay, we haven't had that. I would say, okay, maybe since in and, and Nikki, but this is, it's a clear diss, Nikki. Okay, don't no frauds it. Please do not wait. have us waiting a month, okay. That song to come out, I, and I need you to drag whoever needs to be dragged. It's the sport. Many of prominent figures in the in the hip hop community have said, you know, rap beef is is a part of rap. I don't think that people should be threatening or hurting or physically trying to hit nobody. This this is where this is how that kind of ends because now we can test our authority over our raps and not like you know just this. I hope this doesn't just get y'all go back and forth on Twitter or some or some stuff like that. Like we don't want that. Okay, because it's gonna go back and forth, and then you know, the blog's are gonna post all everything. I'm just like, oh, I'm not even gonna cover it. Okay, I need a rap beef. Okay, I need a rap song, a diss record. Okay, even if you want to make a hit song and you want to diss her all over the song like you did with Doe Frog, but come up with it, you know, a little sooner. Like, don't have us waiting a month, child. Hey, guys, so I gotta give you an update because things have updated. <laughs> okay. And I'm only doing this on YouTube because I love y'all and, you know, everything's already situated with the podcast audio. So we got to get into some things with this whole situation, some add-ons that we have to some deliverables. Let me stop. Um, Yeah, Nicki Minaj, she completely goes off like she... She gets on Queen Radio on Station Head, and she says some things, which I found was interesting, and we'll talk about that. And then she also went on live, and that's where things just kind of got a little muffled. Things just got a little, I dare say, kooky, okay, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, that happened last night, and I wanted to cover that. And I also wanted to make sure, because when I'm, because this is clearly a add-on to the podcast, right? So I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself in any way when it when I say, um, you know, when you play in the dozens, you know, it is what it is. When you're in the heat of the moment, it's that and the third. When you're in the heat of the moment, okay? At this point, Nikki's on live. This is premeditated. You know, we're bringing up people's dead relatives. I do think that a line can be crossed in that, but I will speak my truth and you know how i feel about the situation so yeah um i guess nikki is still working on you know the i don't i don't even know if we're gonna get this because we got this whole essay you know just saying a whole lot of stuff you know talking about the stats talking about you know you come from my family it's gonna cost you and all that um, she said in the beginning gag city does not condone bullying child I don't know why people do that I don't, it, like blogs do that as well like when they're about to say something or report on something that's like that's gonna influence bullying and harassment like you know they say it in the beginning I guess because it, it trips the algorithm or something like that like oh, I don't condone violence I don't condone, I don't condone bullying but in the whole piece of your content you are harassing, harassing and bullying I, I whatever so she said that i thought that was funny um and then she said a whole lot i'm not reading that whole essay um you guys can pause to read i mean i'm pretty sure everybody already done solid because it's been around on the blog so she did that she also went on her queen radio okay and talked about some things like i said a lot of the stuff was just muffled and girl I, i i didn't know what she was saying but okay one thing to be noted is that Nikki says something interesting about, you know, Megan's relationship with Cardi because she said in there, like, you working with this girl, but you going to tell her what you used to call her. And it was a racist term, basically saying that she called Megan called Cardi a dirty Mexican. Allegedly, she she didn't say the other artists names, but we I mean, the dirty Mexican people have been calling Cardi Mexican. Now, whether or not you want to believe that that's true or not. That could possibly give us a reason why she started beefing with her, because you know you over here calling her a dirty Mexican with me, but then you ended up doing a song with her and WAP. So if that's true, then okay, I can see why Nikki can be, you know, taken back and being like, "Girl, this girl is fake." But still, I mean, she goes on even after her Queen Radio. She is, you know, she made a whole bunch of tweets. Also, like, just a series of different tweets with the whole Megan's Law. Like, that Megan's Law line really got to her. And, and, and it shows with all that's been going on on Twitter. Um, she also went live again. And I'm not going to play this because it just sounds so infantile. But she basically, you know, makes chants and says, you lying on your mama, lying on your dad mama, lying on your dad mama. Like, and she was making chants. And it was at that point where I was like, okay. You know, playing the dozens, you know, going back and forth with somebody. Yeah, you're going to say some stuff that you probably, you know, it's probably going to be read as, you know, real messed up. But when now, when we're talking the girl dead mom, I'm not going to be just like one of those, I'm a fan of her and I'm going to still be a fan of her. Like, that's not ever going to be questioned, right? But we got to speak truth to power. You know, that's wrong. You know, <laughs> like, Talking about somebody's their relative child is not good, especially when you are a person that is dealt with loss. You lost your father. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you saying all bets are off. So when somebody's father gets brought up, I hope we can keep that same energy because, you know, at this point you go in there, she could take it there. She going to hell. you going to hell. She going to go to the fifth level. Okay. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. Um, I definitely, I love, like I said, I'm, I love both of these women. I'm never gonna stop loving either of them. We are kind of getting away from what this is, girl. It's a rap beef. She just dissed you. Get in the studio, do what you gotta do, and let's move on. You know, I, I don't care about the Twitter antics. I don't care about the antics on on your radio show. It, look, keep it on the music, okay? I don't agree. with People coming for the age thing. Like at the end of the day. These, these are grown women that are going back and forth with each other, okay? Whether or not who started it doesn't matter. It just is what it is. They're going back and forth. I don't think that just because she's 40-something, 41, she can't get into no arguments with nobody and, you know, do whatever. But I do think that there should be a line that should not be crossed, okay? Talking about people's dead mothers is wrong. So I will say that. Um, and, you know, not for nothing, Megan's not responding. She's definitely unbothered or she probably doesn't even know what's going on. So... You doing all that for what? Like you know, I'm I, I gotta say the truth, okay. I just got to say the truth, okay. But I don't know. I think this is this is interesting. Okay, I I cannot wait to see how this is gonna play out. You know, tell me what you guys think in the comments. And I think that's it, honey. I think we don't win. We don't win over. Okay, now we definitely have to get into Nicki Minaj again because she has been she she's been making her. Appearances in the media, okay, in the social media space. You know, people have been talking about her. She recently called out TikTok for giving her an account warning, right? You know, she made a post, and basically she said that they're allowed to bully you, harass you, swatch your home uh, with a toddler multiple times and not be held accountable. Five companies paying, slant, paying to slander you, never defending yourself against lies for years and years. But the minute you do, you are immediately silenced. So... Here's the thing. Yeah, TikTok gave her an account warning because she's been in people's comments, okay, and, and responding to people. You know, there has been... It started with this girl, right? And I don't know... what This blog, the Ball Alert, they're showing these comments under this... Like, it's not under this girl's video. Now, Nikki did come for this girl. I'm sorry for the uh, audio listeners, but she came for a girl that basically said, like, do you not know that you're Nikki Minaj? Basically saying, like, don't respond to the peasants. And Nikki Minaj responded to her negatively. But as you can see from my visual listeners... These comments right here were not for that girl. It was for this other page, this white girl. Wish I had a picture of her, but she does a lot of blind items. Okay. And she has about like five to six posts talking about Nikki about these blind items. I could talk about it here because, you know, they're, you know, but it's basically surrounding the fact that Nikki is on drugs and she needs to go to rehab before this tour right? That is the rumor. That's the rumors that she has been spewing. Now, she has been reading from a site that has a lot of blind items. And the consistency of her posts, right, it's she reads the blind items verbatim, and then she'll talk about the same, you know, person that she's talking about, but like it talks about it with another article. So like you're reading a whole nother article when you just drop this T right here. I don't get. I, I'm still learning. I mean, maybe there is things about blind items like they're not as extensive as like actual tips or anything like that that you that people will get off off of celebrities. But she'll literally read the blind item and then go into something else about the artist. You know, and it just doesn't. It, to me, it just sounds doesn't sound right. Right? It it you are re- and you read off the same like site. I think it's called lawyers something or whatever. And this person got like a hard on for Nicki because this person has so many blind items on Nikki and it's just like girl, and it, and it all consists of her being on drugs allegedly. Right. So Nikki was responding to that. Right. She responded with these comments. Okay. Basically calling this girl, the, the, uh, the blind, I can call her the blind items lady called her a home record as she sleeps with married men, that she's an industry mule. She gets tied down and all this, the, you know, you know, the whole industry talk, right. What they be doing behind the scenes, I mean, this girl was Nikki was in the comments literally promoting Pink Friday too, said Pink Friday 2 is this. It streams it's 24 hours on Spotify and so uh, the tour sold out before it even even started it and all this other stuff. Like this, she was under this girl's comments, you know, calling the girl ugly. She kept on saying the word allegedly, because I guess that's what the girl says on her page. Like, yeah, I guess she was mocking her. Um, but Nikki had a series of like 10, 10 to 20 comments on this girl's page. And I think that's what triggered the account warning because, because you know, I'm a smaller creator on TikTok. I know how it works. You know, we can't respond to people, really. You know, if we get like a negative comment, we have to be, it has to be like a witty response. Like it can't be like, your mom did or or whatever type of low blow type of thing in response you cannot do that on tiktok you will get banned and they do punish creators for responding to a lot of hate comments now this was a a whole nother page but at the end of the day you nikki you kept on going it could it wouldn't have been nothing if you would have made that one little comment and moved on but you was telling the people to report the page and you know Nikki gives you an action okay you gonna react you gonna do what she says so they so you know they they harassed and bullied her and I'm pretty sure she's getting a lot of comments which at the end of the day I don't believe anything that this blind items girl was saying but at the end of the day when you sat there and commented that much and was coming for her and is in her dms it I'm not saying it was giving stalker but it was definitely given to range. It was it was definitely harassment and bullying. You're 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 basically responding to harassment and bullying with harassment and bullying. <laughs> like, and TikTok has they have rules over there. You can say all this on Instagram. You can say all this on Facebook. You can say all this on YouTube. But when you get on TikTok, TikTok is very strict when it comes to that. The smallest creators deal with this problem all the time. We'll sit there and respond to hate, and then. Our videos get taken down. Our videos get disqualified for payments and stuff like that because we responded and we said this and we're not supposed to do that. So that's just a whole TikTok thing. If you want to dispute that, look, I'm with you. I'm with you because I feel like we need to be able to respond however we want to respond. But with this, Nikki, girl, these comments, girl, it was. I was like, look, I was very concerned. And I was saying in my initial video, like, I'm really hoping that people in your team is making these damn comments because or somebody working with you that is running your social media uh, is, is doing these comments because it cannot be you. You cannot have this much time. You know, you, you about to get on tour. I'm pretty sure rehearsals is coming up. It should be, you know, should, you know, be already rehearsing. You got a lot going on. For you to be making these comments like this, you know, layer after layer after layer after layer, and then it just gets... The blind items girl, she banks off of celebrities responding. Like, because I've seen a lot of her other videos. She talked about how J-Lo got surgery and it's bad, and she talked about Beyonce and Jay-Z, like... She banks off of celebrities responding. And that's exactly what happened. When once Nikki started responding, this girl started making videos about it. Now we know who this blind items lady girl is. Like because Nikki commented so much, it went viral. And people started talking about it. now. We know who this blind items like. You just made this girl famous. And this is exactly what the girl wanted in the first place. And that's why I have to... that's why that lady here. That, that Nikki Kirstow said, girl, do you understand that you're a Nicki Minaj? Like, you don't have to respond to the peasants. I get it. You've gone so long without responding f- for the longest. Because I remember people used to say people, I feel like people used to say the worst stuff about her back in the day. And that's when I was defended. That's when, that's when I was like real, real young. And I used to be, you know, I used to defend Nikki down. I did not care. I'll get in a whole full-fledged arguments Some people used to come for Nikki. Like people in the industry used to come for Nikki. Nikki never responded. But now she's responding, but you responding to nobody's. It's just like that that other topic when uh JT was commenting after this girl come for this girl. I guess we're calling little Uzi gay. The girl only had two followers. Like, y'all be making these girls famous. Okay, I wouldn't give them the satisfaction. I'm not saying be a Beyonce and I say nothing at all. I'm saying, you know. If you're gonna comment, keep it cute and keep it moving. Okay, cause doing all that, doing all these all these comments, come on, girl. But anyway, tell me what y'all think about it in the comments. I know that this is, you know, touch and go. I don't know how y'all gonna respond, but it is what it is. Let's move on. Now, I did wanna talk about the Oscar nominees. Shout out to the, look, let me get my little, get my little bomb on the Oscar shot, shout out to that. That's happening. Very interested to see how everything is gonna play out. Okay. So I'm, like Issa Rae said back in the day, I'm rooting for everybody black. (laughs) So Best Picture, American Fiction was definitely, I didn't see the movie, but I heard rave reviews about that. So hopefully that wins. I mean, even if Barbie wins too, because I thought Barbie was a good, it was a good movie too. We got Best Director, eh, we got, let's see, Best Lead Actress. Where do black people at? There we go, there we go. Best Lead Actor. Okay, Coleman Domingo. Shout out to him. Okay, for Rustin. I loved that movie he needs to get that for for, uh, best lead actor because you know what and this was my first kind of experience well I mean he was on Euphoria but he didn't have a really big part on Euphoria I've really seen him in Rustin because I know a lot of people talked about that this was like a you know he's openly gay you know figure in the the movement and I loved the film made me mad but that's good what Rustin went through he was like Martin Luther King's right-hand man and he was openly gay. And, you know, that stirred a lot of problem between him and the NAACP. And it made me really look at the NAACP funny. I'm pretty sure times have changed now. But, you know, if that's the way y'all treated Rustin Chow, that's crazy. I love that movie. So I hope he gets that one. I mean, Jeffrey Wright also, you know, with the American fiction, I'm rooting for him too. Like I said, I'm rooting for everybody black. Okay, Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction. He's also for Best Supporting Actor. Ryan Gosling also got Best Supporting Actor. That's for Barbie. Daniel Brooks, Best Supporting Actress. I am so happy now. America Ferrer also. I'm shouting out to everybody. You know, Black and people of color too. I'm here for it. They snuff Fantasia, girl. Come on, Best Lead Actress. Come on. Why? Why? Is, why wasn't she here for? Well, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie though. Because people was upset about that when Fantasia wasn't, you know, nominated. Look, to be honest, and I love the new Color Purple movie. Sealy's character, it just, uh, something about it just didn't seem... Maybe I'm just still stuck on Whoopi playing it because Whoopi played the hell out that role. I'm not going to hold you. I don't know. Uh, maybe it just wasn't, it didn't give what it's supposed to have gave. But definitely Daniel Brooks definitely deserved that. She played, when I tell you, when she was in that jail cell saying, please don't leave. I was I was getting teary-eyed. okay. So yeah, definitely um, that. They also said they snubbed um, Taraji B. Henson. Well, we know why. They also talked about how the director Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie was snubbed. Margot Robbie does not have best lead actress and Greta Gerwig is not best director. A lot of people say that this is like really ironic because of, you know, Barbie. You're like, Margot Robbie is the face of Barbie. And, you know, y'all nominated Ryan, which is okay, you know, cause he was best supporting actor, you know, but we leave out the person that's like, she was like literally the face of the movie and she did a good job. Like she played, she, she played Barbie. Well, I may not think that this was, like, the best movie of the year. I definitely was expecting a little bit more when it comes to the story. Felt like I was a little childish. It hit the spots where it needed to hit, but I didn't get that with with just Ken. Like, it was Margot Robbie's part. Her Barbie was, you know, or should have been. I I felt like it should have been nominated. Like, we got people like Whoopi Goldberg saying, What did she say? I think I I did. This is what she had to say. Well, but they're not snubs. And that's what I want to sort of point out. And it's not the elites. It's the entire family of the Academy Awards who vote for Best Picture nominations. Okay. We all vote for best picture, everybody. Mm. So there are seven to ten nominations that happen. And you don't get everything that you wanna get, you know? Uh everywhere all the time, everything yeah. that all at once. All at once. Uh one best <laughs> actress. Something in there, yeah. but not the whole movie. Yeah. So I would have this liked to have seen Origin, you know, and, and and I mean sure you can say all that whoopee, but at the end of the day, girl, like this people do not remember that movie just from Ken. Okay, let's be very clear. I mean, he he's he's definitely going on. He got a Grammy nomination, I think, because of because of the Ken Enough song or whatever the case is. I mean, yes, Ken was definitely a vital character, and I don't think that that should be you know undermined. It. Um, however, I think that when we look at the best actress lineup. Okay, Emma Stone. Okay, cool. I, I I like these and I'm not saying cuz like the Oscars aren't like movies that are like popular, but you know, movies that like kind of um push the envelope and, and and evokes like some type of thought, think piece or whatever. I think Barbie I I don't know. I think Margot Robbie should have been nominated. Like, that is a clear snub that just does n- not make any sense. I Just me. But but Whoopi did say it is subjective. Movies are subjective. Some people may like something. Some people may not like something. I think the whole voting system with the Oscars is kind of wacky because it's like... So it's like a panel of people. From my understanding, it's a panel of people that make the votes. Why well, shouldn't... It should be like the Grammys, honestly. Like, how they have... Like, people that got nominated or people that won they have, like, a say in who they want to vote for to be nominated and stuff like that. I think that's a, that's a system that works works for the Grammys. It should work for the Oscars as well. I'm not trying to be aged or anything like that, but, like, I'm pretty sure the panel is probably old and a certain demographic. They're probably going to put these categories and in, in, in have these nominations to their belief systems and their own prejudice or whatever the case is. We had this conversation before when it was Oscars So White. This is definitely, like, a big loss, and I don't know. Y'all will tell me what y'all think in the comments. That's all I have to say about the Oscar nominations. I'm hoping to watch it, you know, get through it because I do, I do, I do like watching it. I mean, it, it is a little boring. I ain't gonna lie. I want to see what's in store for this award show. You know, it's always always gonna be some drama. I'm not sure who's gonna be the host, or it might be like a couple of hosts. But you know, I'll get back to you with that. But let's move on. Okay. Now I wanted to talk about Mary to Medicine because we got the reunion seating chart. Okay. We got some clips. They did, I, I believe they wrapped taping for the reunion. As you can see, these ladies that unfortunately for the audio podcast listeners, um, they got uh Simone and Jackie sitting next to Andy. And I hope Andy addresses that situation with Jackie. That's that needs to be addressed. And I need these girls, but you know what? I'm probably going to be aggravated watching it, though, because I know these girls are just going to enable her bullcrap. Like, they're going to be like, no, Jackie didn't mean it. And people, are they're lying. There's, you know, no one's going to hold her accountable. Quad might. Because Quad probably got ain't got... <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm beefing with all you hoes. Okay, at this point, Quad is going to be there. She's at the end of the couch. So that means this is going to be her last season, unfortunately, because these girls have booted her off the island um, so we might see some interactions. I, I'm definitely, you know, she probably gonna come at Simone. She's definitely gonna come at Toya. I don't know if she's gonna come at Sweet Tea. She might. Sweet T might say some some slick stuff. Phaedra gonna be there. She's at the end. Was well, sitting next to Quad Child. They might get into it. She might get into it with uh, Phaedra because Phaedra done turned on her. Talk about something Well, you know, I'm not. I don't represent this and this that. But I'm like, fake girl, phony fey. Um, we got a clip from Andy Cohen saying that Simone was screaming. So, you know, they need to end this season now. I want Married to Medicine to end now so we can see this reunion, okay? Because the season is trash right after they got rid of Quad. I don't know. And, and this is y'all fault. This is this is Bravo. This is production fault. How do y'all let somebody get booted off a show? How y'all let the cast members decide who's getting hired and fired? That don't make any sense, Okay so we don't have no scenes we i mean at this point i mean cuz i and it's not like it can't be done because at the end of the day i feel like there's still to be something between quad and, and heavenly heavenly with i mean they still could have taped i mean quad could have definitely had her own scenes with her own you know stories and stuff like that like i remember that time where they tried to ice out Nini. And Nini, basically, you know, I don't care. I, at that point, I was doing Broadway. I was doing this. She was doing all this other stuff. She had so much going on that she wasn't even around the girls, but she was still being taped and filmed. Um, So the fact that y'all just allowed her to just to get kicked off the season and look at what happened to the season afterwards. I cannot get through this show. I literally, I don't know if it's just me, but I literally cannot get through this show at all. They need to really bring it at this point if that means they got, well, look, she bring back Mariah, but I don't even know. They say Mariah might be going to Housewives of Atlanta, I heard allegedly. But something need to give because this season was not it. Okay, I I am happy that everybody's, you know, going through going through their whole thing. I don't like this girl in the end with that, with that male chauvinist ass husband. That that mm, makes my skin crawl, honestly. Nothing about this show is desirable. And I think that me and a lot of my mutuals that, you know, that we talk about this weekly, we have stopped talking about it because it's just not. Saying what Housewives of Potomac. told me. Girl, ain't, y'all ain't talking about nothing. Anyway, tell me what you think in the comments. I guess we can start talking about some of the side topics. Now, why, Col- mango Nice. let me tell you something. Calma mango that's a fine brother. Okay, I just found out he's also Afro-Latina. So, you know, shout out to that. Um, you know, he got nominated for an Oscar, uh, making him the second openly gay actor to get a nomination for playing a gay character. Um, So that's kind of like some type of history type of thing. Like I said, the the, the brother's fine. Okay, but why he always playing the bad guy? Okay, now he playing Mr. And now I'm hearing that he playing Joe Jackson. What is going on? I mean, look, he plays it well. When I tell you I was mad at him, with that whole with, when he played Mr. Chow, I said, I know I'm gonna be mad that he gonna do a good role and play and play Joe Jackson well because I'm cause he's a good actor. Happy to see him get these roles. And you know, we can play uh different roles. Okay, since they want to play us, let's play them. Okay, so shout shout out to Coma Domingo. Let me get him. <laughs> oh, okay. So what other thing I want to get into, Chow? Well, Lil Wayne. Girl, now he's saying they they hating on Drake because he's light-skinned. Come on now. Are we doing this? Now, during an episode of the Richard Sherman podcast, you know, they talked about a lot of different things. One topic in particular is of how, like, you know, Wayne was, you know, a genius in, you know, scouting out talent like Nicki Minaj and Drake. And then I guess Richard asked, like, why, you know, is there a lot of hate? Why does Drake get a lot of hate to which... Uh, Lil Wayne responds, it's because he light skin. It's because he what? Girl, 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 girl. Oh, no. This girl is delusional. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, let's be very clear. And I don't think I said this correct on my TikTok when I said authentic. Maybe not. It's not that Drake is not authentic. People are turned off by Drake's just personality. Like, the way he been moving, the way he'll sit there and diss people that it doesn't make any sense, like how he did with the whole, um, with the Megan situation, right? Or how he did with the whole slime cover art that uh, Holly Holly Berry did not approve. Okay, he's just been acting like weird. He's been hanging around kids, hanging around little ass girls, hanging around boys, okay? Little boy rappers, you know, in the club. Like, he's just been moving weird. People are not hating on him because he light-skinned. And his response was, "Oh, when I would, you know, when Wayne was in high school, oh, I used to hate like I used to hate on light skin men because, because I was dark skinned in school. I'm like, that's you, to you, okay? Don't don't bring it to everybody else. Ain't nobody hating on this man because he light skin. They hating on him because the way he's the way he's moving, okay? And when I meant when I said he's inauthentic, it's not that the music is inauthentic. It's that he cosplay as black, and that's another thing too. He." Started this whole career of like, oh, started from the bottom. Now we're here. You never started from the bottom. You started from the grassy. You started from privilege. And you just basically was able to capitalize off of the fact that you half black. Okay, let's be very clear. It has nothing to do with light skin. Because if that's the case, we should be coming for LL Cool J. We should be coming for J. Cole. Everybody that's in the game, that's light skin, should be, you know, talked about. Ain't nobody ever come for those brothers because they are what's? Authentic in their music. Their music. They don't. They don't do weird sh- like Drake does. Okay, that's the reason. It's not because he's light skinned. Let's be very clear. But coming from a known colorist, I, you know, you know how Wayne rolls, and you know how he is with the whole. Like I remember with the whole thing when he was asked about with BLM. He said, "Well, my life matters." So we know where he stands. Um, I just find it weird. I, I made a point, and I was like, you know, he's really. And I do think that, you know, there is some type of genius behind lyricism and, and rapping and stuff like that. Like, people saying, oh, no, he's just not a genius. He's just a good rapper. No, I mean, he is smart. But when it comes to, like, history, when it comes to different subjects, I'm like, oh, ooh, Lord, where, where did this come from? I don't know. But you guys will tell me what y'all think in the comments. I'm done off of this. And I'm also done with the episode. You know, this is good. This is a good little episode honey you know i gotta edit this thing down child a lot has went down so there's gonna be a lot of updates and you will be the first to know um and of of any updates hopefully nikki will come out with that this song child i'm manifesting it (laughs) but anyway y'all have a good one i will see y'all later